All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show singer-songwriter Mask. What is up, man? Hey, Brad. How's it going? I'm good. You know what I want to do before we get into your music? We need to send our thoughts for the people of Maui. I saw that you're in Hawaii. Yes, that's, just, that's so scary. It's that's unbelievable. So the fires are... It's, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. This is just one... We send all our best love to the people of Maui, and anything we can do, we will. Yeah, for sure. So anybody out there who's listening to this podcast, um, do your research. Make sure you're sending money to the proper um, fundraise type things. And I saw um, a guy from CNN, one of the CNN broadcasters, he tweeted a, a GoFund um, for a young lady who lost everything in Maui, everything. And so that kind of stuff. So anyway, I wanted to just get that in before we started on your on your music. Of course, and thank you for bringing it up. Of course. All right, so before we get into your latest record and single, tell the listeners out there a little bit about you, like when it was you first got into music, making music, and how long ago? So I've been into music all my life. Uh, started uh, playing the piano and uh, writing classical music from a very young age, and I was um, singing in high school musicals, that sort of thing. But then after that, I went into the typical corporate world and did that for a few years. But then, when you know what hit, I suddenly decided this: this, what's the point in just uh, constantly slaving away at a desk job? I want to be uh, artistic. I want to feel emotionally and. Uh, spiritually fulfilled and so I quit my job and began uh, working full-time as a singer that was three years ago now and I slowly uh, my I slowly got better at singing my I've been practicing writing songs I've now released um, a full album's worth mm -hmm. and we've I think I've come a long way yeah so so you're still all in just this full-time musician uh, I do have a part-time job to uh, support this but sure uh, sure this is this is absolutely the focus. That's fantastic. Now, talk to me a little bit more about your piano playing because I'm I'm always fascinated with the pianists. I just this is one of my favorite instruments to listen to. And you said you were classically trained. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, not as familiar with the um, terms, but you know, eight, early 1900s, late 1800s wow. uh, sort of pieces. I think classical piece like Spinning Wheel is a family favorite. Do you um, incorporate you know your piano playing into your current music? Um, I do, certainly. Certainly when writing songs, there's a decent amount of piano in there. Um, not every song, but a lot of them. And when I perform live, it's me and my piano. That's so awesome. All right, so let's talk about the, the, the album's called Math Emotions. So how many, how many tracks are on the record? So Masked Emotions has 13 tracks. Uh, Masked Emotions Deluxe has 13 tracks. That's, uh, that includes 10 original songs, plus a re-recording of an older song, plus two remixes. And did, who, where, where did you get the record produced at? Is there a studio go-to guy out there you go to? Or is it uh, home? There's a, few, there's a few producers I've worked with, some uh, local, some that I met online, and I've recorded my singing at a local uh, studio, rendezvous <coughs> recording with um, a longtime sound engineer and producer, Pierre Grill. And he's, he's great. We've... Uh, create some really strong tracks together awesome all right so talk about the single called sun hat day i enjoy the song bro i, I listened to it a couple times um catchy it, it, it's cool it's a catchy song um and it's and it's an uplifting feel-good kind of kind of track um so talk about that talk about this song a little bit how it was birthed and the backstory 
Sure. So Masked Emotions, the album as a whole, is very up and down emotionally. It's talking about some darker stuff in my life and also about some lighter stuff. And, you know, the purpose of that is to give hope that there will be good things coming. Um, and Sun Hat is one of the lighter songs about when you've had a lot of stress going on or a lot of bad things happening and finally everything comes together to give you one good day. That is Sun Hat. Um, and the reason that I wrote that was I released a few singles... Uh, around three or so, and while I got generally positive feedback, uh, one comment was, maybe you can make something more uplifting. So I decided, okay, that's a good idea. As I'm composing this album, I don't want it to be um, just a heavy album throughout. I want to have uh, lighter moments in it, and Sun Hat became the focal point of that. That's good stuff. So there's also some darker moments in your life that, you, that I read that you, that you also wrote about. Um, and, you, and you're an out gay male. And yes. that um, being gay, obviously, just like a lot of other gay people, especially some friends that I have that are gay, weren't treated so good, and sometimes still aren't. You know, so how much of that? Yeah. How much does that being a gay man in America, even in this was it's sad to say, even in 2023, there's still some issues with that. But talk about your experiences being gay, and you know what it's done and how it inspired your music. Yeah, so that's obviously one of the bigger inspirations of the album. The two main inspirations are being a gay man and uh, struggling with mental health. So the being a gay man part, obviously, there's a lot of stuff growing up. I went to um, a Christian school, and there was a lot of, well, never outright said by the administration, but there's a lot of shame and negativity towards gay people. And even as I grew up, um, sometimes sometimes I lived in uh, open, welcoming places, but in other times, I, well, I lived in Texas and Georgia for a certain amount of time right. for work. And, you know, not everyone's uh, happy about being gay. And there's a lot of people who openly talk about how bad that's sort of, how bad it is to be gay and all that other nonsense. And so that's heavily influenced songs like Shame, talking about where shame comes from and that I need to not let that affect me, then those songs like Take It Off about uh, if, if you're safe, finding ways to come out and accept your own identity, and with Perfect For You, uh, which is one of the hard rock songs of the album, just uh, calling out people who have that bad attitude. Let me ask you this, when you were in that Christian school, what, what, how old were you when you were in that school? Um, six through 18. Did you? How old were you when, when you came out? Uh, to my parents, um, I want to say eleven. What about when you were? In, what about did your schoolmates know you were gay? Or, or I'm sure they probably. A few of them. I told a few of them when I was seventeen or eighteen. Wow. So you went through a lot of those years in the closet, and and this happened to like watching the sidelines, people belittling gay people yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah belittling gay people and the constant use of it as a slur, that's always something that ticked me off and having yeah. to pretend that I was interested in girls, that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, my friend Anthony, a uh, really good friend of mine, I've known him since, since like kindergarten and I'm in my 50s now, so you do the math. I've known Anthony a long time and I, and I knew, I was pretty sure he was gay in grade school in like 7th, 8th grade, 6th grade, Seventh, eighth grade. I had my, you know, I had my hunch, and then he got picked on. He got bullied, and um, 
I, I kicked a few people's asses for him because I always liked the kid. And, you know, I haven't seen him in like 30-something years. After I graduated high school, I went in the Navy, and then I just my life, you know, went a different direction. And um, so then we, me and Anthony reconnected on social media when Facebook became a thing. And um, he told me that he was going to be in Little Rock, Arkansas, because now he's, a, he's like a professor. He, like, travels and he travels the country doing, like, lectures and things like that. And he hits me up. He's like, hey, I'm in Little Rock, and I'm going, my next lecture is in New Orleans, so I'll be going right past where you live. He's like, you want to meet up for lunch? And I was like, jeez, man, that would be awesome. So we met up for lunch, you know, and then it was funny how we're sitting there when I haven't seen the guy in 30 years, man, and we were talking about, like, you know, school days, and he was telling me, just like how you were, you know, um, how he was, he was terrified in school, you know. And this was in the 1980s, dude. You know what I mean? This is in the 80s. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. But now you know he's he's completely out and he he loves his life and and but yeah. But we reminisce a lot. I said yeah, I kicked I kicked a few people's asses for you. He said I know and I appreciate that. But yeah. So when I was reading your bio, I, I flashed to my friend Anthony. I was like, you know what? Even though it was decades difference in your age and his, a lot of that stuff, you know, y'all both dealt with the same shit. Yeah, definitely does. And you know, things are better. We. We have we have marriage at, at the moment, and yeah. we have some other rights, but still, it's a constant fight. It's yeah. and you know, yeah. and uh, gay people I talk to, we want to live in a world where we don't have to fight, where we can just accept the rights we have and be happy. But we don't get that. We don't get that life of just living our lives. We have to constantly fight for what we have and what we need. Well, so, so yeah, and, and also because of the way America is structured, a lot of times they just they like they default to the states so it's up to the states you know yeah. well yeah that could be true in some cases but the supreme court just basically made abortions illegal almost across the board do you know what i mean so i yeah. get what you're saying is it's, it's not a given you know it's not a given. Yeah. um all right so the video i watched the video too tell me tell me tell me about the video I, i'm <laughs> guessing it was shot in hawaii uh, yes, it was, correct. Um, yeah, that was an indie, uh, you know, it's a very uh, low-budget indie uh, music video, but I'm... Looked like you had fun. Uh, yeah, definitely. Went down to, uh, scheduled it for a day when it would be very sunny, so it matched sun hat. Um, went down to the beach, and it was cloudy, of course. But still, you know, um, recorded um, a number of scenes of me walking across the beach, uh, tossing a sun hat in the air, that sort of thing. And then afterwards, sort of touched it up in the film editor so it would, the colors would come out and it would look uh, bright and sunny, even though it wasn't quite that. But still, a uh, fun time, came, and I think it came out well. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. I think, I think it did come out good. All right, so to talk about a few of the other tracks. I know there's a ton of songs on this. I know you're promoting Sun Hat Day. So everybody who's listening to this podcast, go get that song. Yes, uh, Sun Hat. Th Sun Hat or Sun Hat Day? Just Sun Hat. Where am I seeing Sun Hat Day? Let me look at my... Because that's, in the course, that's what it says. It's a Sun Hat Day. Oh, okay, so I got you. That's where I got mixed up, so let me yeah. delete that out of there. Sun Hat. <laughs> Sun Hat's the song. Um, there's several other songs, so tell me, is there any, do you have any favorites or any other songs you want to you talk about? I mean, I could talk about the whole album. I'll start just with my favorite song, and that is actually Lie in the Mirror, which is a bit more of a dance pop um, song and <clears throat> that one's about how my self-hatred sometimes has taken over me and when i look in the mirror i'm surprised that there's not someone 
uglier that there's not some monster looking at that there's a perfectly ordinary person looking at me and i think the ideas and again one of the main themes of this album about self-acceptance really came out in the song and i really like how the production went as well did you have because you mentioned in your bio about some mental health issues um i coped with depression for many years um in the early 2000s and even took antidepressant medication for a while, which really helped me, by the way. Um, did you suffer from any, any any mental health issues? Or do you feel that being gay triggered a lot of it? Or, or are, there, are, there, are there two separate things? There, there are separate parts, and there's absolutely intertwined parts. Because yeah. I absolutely, I'm not going to get into the whole list here, but I absolutely right. have mental health issues that I was born with. But then also the constant gay thing, the constant negativity yeah. towards being gay can absolutely affect uh, you mentally and your self-esteem and all that. Yeah, we don't have to get into the details, but I had to figure that there were some triggers, and that would be one of them maybe that would trigger some of it. Yeah. But, you know, I am working through it, and this album has helped me express um, oh, myself, helped me express the feelings and what I either plan to do or what I have done to heal and how I've come out of the other end more hopeful and what's really good about this record is that there's a lot of people out there that you're going to help because it'd be, you'd be surprised how many people will read these lyrics and listen to the songs and be like yep that's me too you know what i mean yeah a, a lot of it's written even though you know it's based on my personal experiences i tried to extrapolate it so it could apply to as many people as possible so other people could also get that sense of hope one of the keys to having songs be successful is when you can write about things that a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's one of the big, big, big facts. That's why, like, like, uh, um, oh my God, I can't believe I went blank on this girl's. The, the, the most popular female singer in the world right now, uh, tw uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. That's, I mean, obviously she's, she's extremely talented, but she writes songs about what a lot of people can relate to. Yeah, you know, especially lots and all that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I never really thought I would end up being a Swifty, but I'm kind of a I'm kind of a Swifty. I mean, I'm, you wouldn't yeah. think so, being fifty something years old. But I actually listen to some of her songs. I'm like, you know what? I think I like some of her songs, man. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I listened to her for years, and there'd be a few good things here that I was like, no, I don't like her. No, I don't like. Her. I'm going to be a hater. And finally, when I listened to Midnight's, so I was like, okay, fine, I like her. Yeah, and, and her tour she's doing right now. What I like about it. It's how it brings like like families together. Like you see moms with daughters there, and 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 moms with sons, and you know it's like a family thing, and it's so yeah, uplifting. It's everyone can appreciate. And it's so uplifting, like the emotions. I see people like I remember like like I'm still I'm a little bit too young for the when the Beatles first came over here, but I've seen videos of how people the the Beatles fans reacted when the Beatles got off the plane or walked in. Some I mean people just flipped the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what Taylor. That was over the top. That's it. And yeah, before my time, but yeah, even even now, I mean, there's plenty of artists now who experience the same thing. Who I you know, I'm a big Lady Gaga fan, and I certainly see whenever there's a show that I go to, and people just lose their minds when she comes out. Quick Lady Gaga story. So several years ago, there was a young girl. She's she's from the Philippines, but she lives over here. She did a remake of a Lady Gaga song, uh, Born This Way. And it was just her and her keyboard, the young little girl. And it went viral. 
that went viral. It got like millions and millions and millions of views. So Lady Gaga found out about it and flew that little girl um, from Winnipeg, Canada to Toronto to see Lady Gaga live, right? So then on top of that, she invites a little girl to come up on stage and the little girl sits on Lady Gaga's lap while she's on the piano bench and they do a duet. They sing the song together, Born This Way. Aww. So, so I sweet. I reached out to the girl's older sister, and she ended up on my podcast show. I got to interview her. Oh, cool. So cool. So it's a great story, man. All right, man. So any other songs you want to touch on? Sure. Uh, among the deluxe, uh, what I added for the deluxe version of the album, the main song um, I released as a single for that was Burn the Cards, which is I intended to uh, make more of a pop um rock album but as production went we threw out some new ideas and it ended up a bit more of a folk rock album with unusual drum sections and i really like how that came out it's it's a song about uh the differences and misunderstandings that happen between us and how those shouldn't matter we sh um it's important to find common ground and not let uh, the circumstances of earth divide us hmm. very very deep and, uh, that's good yeah. stuff. Have you have you considered? Because um, I, I read that you were in like musicals and things like that. Have you considered theater and going in, going into acting at all, or, or no? I have considered it and decided no. Ah, okay, fair enough. Fair yes. enough. All right. So yeah, I think that covers most of my notes here. I want to make sure we didn't miss nothing. Um, obviously, before we wrap up, I'll let you tell everybody where they can follow you and get your music. Oh, you know what I did want to ask you? I, I see. One thing I want to ask you. Well, two things. Let's go with this first one first. What are some things you want to accomplish before we get into 2024 and going forward from there? Things I'd like to accomplish in the rest of the year. I would like to have one of my song, either have one of my songs become a hit or get signed by a label. That's that's both great goals. Have you have you do you have management at all? Is somebody trying to help you get there? Or you do are you just your own own act right now? Nope, doing my own act right now. But um, open to a manager if there is one who's available. Okay, I'll, I'll shoot some links off for you to some people that I know. You never know what can happen with that. Um, now this one I like. You're a singer songwriter, so this is this is a. I, I, I usually ask singer songwriters this one. I'm going to give you two options. You can only you can only pick one of them. Okay. okay. What, what do you prefer more? Do you prefer creating a song, or do you prefer more performing that song once it's created? Uh, that's a tough one because um, <laughs> I do love both, but I think the thing that gives me the slightly greater joy is song, the writing of the song. Ah. That's interesting. I love that question because there's no there's no wrong answer, um, and it really when I ask it, I always like predict which one the artist is going to say. And you fooled me. I thought you were going to say performing, um, but creativity is a big thing too. You know what I mean? So it's like some people lean I mean, towards that part. Yeah. Yeah, I do love both of them. Let's be clear. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, man. Is there anything we missed? Is there anything else you want to touch on before we wrap it up? Uh, uh, sure. You can follow me at uh, on Instagram or TikTok under Masked Music. That's M-A-S-Q-U-E-M-U-S-I-Q-U-E. And you can stream Masked Emotions anywhere you stream music. Um, oh, and if one song doesn't do it for you, there's a wide variety on the album, and there's probably something else that will do it for you. I love it, man. Yeah, this song, I'm going to listen to it. It sounds like there's all kinds of variety on there, different genre. Um, so I appreciate oh, you yeah. com- I appreciate you coming on the show. And when you um, got some more stuff you want to talk about, just let us know. And you're welcome to come back anytime, bud. Will do. Thanks, Brad. Okay, man. Appreciate it. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.